Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Probe Dental Podcast brought to you by Demplan. In this episode, we're speaking with one of Demplan's next generation dental group, the fabulous Nikki Kahani. She's the practice owner at Horsham Dental Studio, which she founded in 2020, just as lockdown was kicking off. So, you know, fantastic timing there. She tells us a bit about her mindset at the time, uh, as well as some of the kind of challenges and advantages of being a young dentist. We talk about the Denplan Next Generation Dental Group and what it entails, as well as how Nikki balances the many balls that she's juggling as a young dentist. It's a great conversation. You'll also find out what Nikki's favourite type of coffee is. Spoiler alert, it's pretty much every single one. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Nikki. We jump straight into this one. You're doing your master's, is that right? So, oh, so I did a diploma in restorative. I'm now doing the uh, master's of clinical dentistry. Right, okay. So, um... Are you a dentist, James? I don't. I am not. No, no. Okay. I, I'm. You have to treat me like a novice. I've been doing this for two years now, but I still kind of. Don't you worry. I'm a dentist. <laughs> I don't know all these courses. There's too many, and it's very confusing. Um. So this is the four-year program, and well, you can do it three years full-time or four years part-time, and essentially it will mean that hopefully, if I pass exams, I'll be a specialist. And that's a big if, but we're going to take the risk. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, you're so busy. How old? How old are you? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight, and so you've you founded the Horsham Dental Studio two years ago in twenty twenty. So that was during COVID. Yes, we were meant to open the week before uh, lockdown happened. I was meant to have my. I think I scheduled my CQC inspection a, a day or two days before lockdown, something like that. Um, so that was really wonderful timing. I'm gonna just jump right in. Um, and ask you if you could tell us a bit about yourself and your background as we're already rolling. Yeah, of course. So, so I qualified in 2017. Um, and I was one of those people, I always knew I wanted to do dentistry. I always knew that's the route I wanted to take down. So I think when you qualify and that's kind of the goal you've had in mind, it was a little bit of what do I do now? What, what's the next step? Where do I go from here? And you actually look around and there was almost too many options um so I did my DFT and the only thing I really know knew at the time was I wanted to be in practice I loved that practice environment um and I wanted to do something further so that kind of started the ball rolling and I went for the diploma in restorative dental practice uh, at Eastman so that's kind of how I got started in postgraduate education um the first year went really well uh, it was just kind of, I got the bug. I loved it. It was, I learned a lot. I made some great friends. Um, I got an award, so that was good. And then I think from that, I kind of just realized I wanted to keep going. There was something else I wanted to do and I wanted to be better. I wanted to learn more. And, um, I decided to apply for the MCLIN Dent in Proz. So timing wise, it was a little bit crazy because it was at the same time I was opening the practice. Um, but I applied because you always get given the advice that you're never going to get in on the first time you apply. So in my head, I was like, okay, that's fine. I'll apply and then I won't get in and I'll have the experience. Um, but I was really, really fortunate. I got the offer and I couldn't reject it. So yeah, went from kind of 
being an associate and doing a diploma to owning the practice and specializing part-time. Wow, fantastic. So you're wearing so many hats and I mean, do you find time to sleep? Um, I find time to make coffee and drink coffee. Okay. I do a lot of that. There's a lot of coffee in my life. Um, so yeah, that, that counteracts the lack of sleep nicely. Brilliant. I mean, so you're saying about applying and, you know, kind of not getting in first time, it sounds just like a friend of mine who heard that that's the case of the London Marathon. So I thought he'd have nothing to lose by applying and then ha- actually had to do it. Oh, wow. And he was terrified. I mean, was was there a bit of that kind of feeling when you oh got in? So, I mean, it's crazy because it's one of those times in your life you really do remember, you know. you When I first applied, I absolutely didn't think I was going to get in. And I'm the kind of person I definitely overshare. And I, at the time, only told one of my friends. So for me, that was a big deal. And um, when I got in, and I because I had two offers, and I think it was the most anxiety driven most unsure I've ever been about my career because I was really like in the middle of opening the practice and deciding which you need to go to and I just did not know which way to go um but it was the best decision I've ever made and you know it happens for a reason and I'm just I feel every day so fortunate to have even had that opportunity and even have that option so yeah it it, it works out it really does work out Oh, fantastic. I mean, going back again to two years ago when so COVID's kicking off and you're opening up the Horsham Dental Studio and you're um, 26 years old at this point? I, when I started the ball rolling, I was 25. Right. And then when it opened, I think it was just before my 26th birthday or just after. So what was your mindset at that point? And, and did you find there were any, I don't know, like obstacles because of your age at all? Um... I mean, look, it's something I've always wanted to do. I yeah. always knew I would own a dental practice at one point because that's what I've always wanted. I just didn't expect it to be at that point in my life. Yeah. Um, but the opportunity came about. And again, you can't say no when things just kind of line up. You just say, yeah, this is, you got to go for it. Um, was it difficult at my age? Well, in the sense that you will say it to people or you will ask for help and they will kind of double take you and not necessarily take you seriously in the beginning. Yeah. I mean, um, it is hard in that sense, but I think the biggest advantage I had and still do have is that I have a role model who is my own image in the sense that she's female. She's fantastic. And she's the closest person to me, my (laughs) mum. So, um, you know, she'd been through all of that and she knew what to experience and she had contacts. And the best thing about that were the contacts already respected her. So they already knew me and they possibly took me a bit more seriously than if I was just to approach everything on my own. Oh, fantastic. I mean, that's, that's great to hear. So, I mean, was, was, your, was your mother in the, in the kind of dental industry as well? Yeah, so she was a, a practice owner before me and she sold her practices maybe perhaps a year or so before I opened mine. Brilliant. And I imagine you had one advantage as well in terms of, I think I mentioned earlier, I met you briefly a couple of months ago at Denplan's Roundtable event. And you can just tell from spending a few minutes in the room with you that you've kind of got this, it feels like unlimited energy. It's probably all that coffee you mentioned earlier. Um, (laughs) But I imagine, you know, kind of, you know, having, I guess, like kind of youth on your side and that sort of energy probably helps kind of drive you, right? Yeah, I mean, 
Um, I think some, I gave a talk on this before and someone kind of said, how do you have this energy or why are you so, you know, able to work as much as I do? And I think ultimately it's passion. I love what I do. I can't, you know, speak enough about how much I love about what I do. I get to be in practice. I get to do some research. I get to do complex cases at university. And there's incredible people around me. And there's an incredible supportive team. So, of course, that passion is kind of what drives me and what keeps this energy going. Um, that and the coffee, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your favourite type of coffee? What's my favourite type of coffee? Is the weather warm or cold? Um, honestly, anything. I could do a cappuccino, chai latte, an iced latte. Whatever's going, I'm good for it. Excellent. Now, obviously, we've mentioned Denplan, and, and obviously, you were at that roundtable event back in March. Um, I know you're part of the Denplan Next Generation Dental Group. Could you tell yeah. us a bit about that, what it is, and I guess what your involvement is? Yeah, so essentially, it is a group of young dentists, um, and obviously, we're all Denplan um, members, and majority of us are principals. And we work in either mixed practices or private practices. Um, and Denplan got us all together essentially to have a community to discuss the issues that we're facing within private dentistry and mixed practice at the moment. Especially with COVID, I feel like dentistry, it's changing so much and at such a rapid pace. And the um, communication to patients isn't always there so they don't really know what to expect from these changes that are being made and how to access their dentists and you know what's going on with the nhs so it's an opportunity for us to discuss it so that we can hopefully advise how to you know change things moving forward um and i mean on top of that the best thing about the group honestly is having a group of people who are in a similar position to you where you can discuss these difficulties on a daily basis with people who are really experiencing it we're out in practice and we're dealing with it and having that support network is incredible we have uh, guest speakers as well so we've had uh, Stephen Hancocks who is the editor-in-chief of BDJ uh, we had another speaker as well who really talked about um, kind of motivation and how to keep yourself inspired and focused on uh, you know, our roles, uh, which was great because that's what you need sometimes as a principal in especially these tough times when everything seems to be just going crazy. So it was great. Where does the next generation dental group kind of go? Like, is there like a kind of graduation process? Do you hit a certain age and it's just like, that's it, you're not a young dentist anymore? Not a young dentist anymore? Well, I really hope not. If that's the case, I'm going <laughs> to just keep going with, you know, lying about my age or something. Um I mean, not that they've said so far, so if I can influence that policy, I'm going to try to, that hopefully you can just be a young dentist forevermore. Um, but I think ultimately the idea of the group is, um, I know at the moment we're making a dra uh, draft policy paper to advise the government on, so um, hopefully you guys will be able to read that soon so you can see what we've been talking about, what we've identified and what we want to bring out and influence in the future. Fantastic. Well, we look forward to that. And I mean, 
obviously, you know, I hate to keep touching on the fact that, you know, oh, you're, you're young because you probably hear it a lot and it, it gets boring, right? But what does the life of a young dentist look like? How would you balance everything you have going on? Because as we know, it's a lot. Yeah, I mean, okay, so obviously um, my week is split up. So Mondays, Tuesdays and Fridays, I'm at university. Wednesdays is kind of my get to pick day so I can decide whether I want to be in practice or whether I want to be doing admin at practice or whether I need an ad additional day at university so it kind of gives me that flexibility that I need um, and then in Thursdays I see practice patients and again Saturday and Sunday is again my kind of wild card I can decide whether I need to be in uni more whether I need to be in practice more or whether I actually get some downtime you know I can put that in there as well if I like um and yeah, I mean, what kind of keeps it going is my calendar and my to-do list. I think my friends always used to make fun of me because I was the Filofax girl, very stringent daily list of tasks that had to be done. Um, and I've just gone digital. So the Filofax has gone onto the phone. I actually know how to work the to-do lists buttons on there. Um, and yeah, on a daily basis, I just make sure those tasks are done, everything is in hand, and everything is constantly reviewed. Brilliant. What I want to know now, though, is going back to kind of Sundays where perhaps you get a bit of downtime every now and again. As you're one of these people who keeps yourself so busy, what is downtime for you? Downtime is seeing friends, going for a walk, cooking, love to cook, um, cleaning up the flat and look I've got to be honest I won't have a full day where I won't do at least one bit of work yeah there we go that's, that's what I was that's what I was thinking <laughs> yeah I think people think oh you've got Sunday off and I'm like yeah you know Sunday's off but I will still wake up on uh, at 6am I will still you know maybe pay the invoices or I'll check the book or I will look up my research project or I'll do one or two hours here um so downtime is getting a few hours in my day which is for me in combination with the other things i do brilliant but as you say you enjoy what you do so to be honest if you enjoy what you do they say you never work a day in your life that's it i agree with that completely you know at the end of the day it's it's my hobby as well as my job brilliant i mean i, I, say, I can say i'm in a, fortunate enough to be in a similar boat so there you go yeah <laughs> Brilliant. Well, it's been great speaking to you so far. When, if you know anyone listening wants to find out a bit more, or you know, is there anywhere they can follow you or find out more about the Next Gen Dental Group? Yes. So we've obviously got the um, policy paper coming out soon. I think they will be um, obviously talking about it on their Instagram handle, so on Denplan's Instagram handle. Um, I've also just learnt my own Instagram handle, which is at dr nikki dot k i've just learned that so you've yeah. just learned it did you did you set it up i used to say it wrong no i used to forget that i put a dot in there you know so people used to not be able to find my own name um but yeah so it's just on there i obviously share everything that them plan shares because they've got some incredible things and then there's some other them plan next gen members too such as uh jignesh and shamir I don't know their Instagram handles, but they'll be on uh, social media as well so that you can follow them and read away. That's cool. I'm sure we're going to have them on here as well soon enough. But fantastic. Well, I'll, I'll include some links you know, so people listening can find those in the episode description below. But thank you very much for your time, Nikki.
Thank you. Thank you very much.